Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. Now, we'll stop firing up the leap blower at 5.30 in the morning on Sunday. Wits. It's Paul's Call. And Doug, as for you, we know you have a history with your neighbors. I can say one thing about it. Eaton, nobody likes you in a White Sox uniform in the clubhouse. Okay? That's what I mean. That's being real. I I just mean on the streets of Goodyear, Doug. I mean, uh, please tell us, though, that you've never called the cops on Hanrahan down the street. The dude factor. Dude. Because we have neighbor on neighbor dude factor in Tony Dublin, California, in the Bay Area. You guys would not believe what just happened. <laughs> Can you believe it? Our neighbor called the cops on us for a rowdy pool party. <laughs> and, um... And yeah, because um, yeah, hit pause here. Um, she's trying to find the words because this pool party that a neighbor called 911 over. I'm going to show you what the rowdy pool party is. <laughs> this is the rowdy pool party. <laughs> All right. That's a mom, a.k.a. the pool party perpetrator, posting a first person video on TikTok after her neighbor called the cops on her. I can't make this up. This is hateful as dude. See, this mom and another mom. And their two toddlers had a pool party, two infants, and a plastic play pool in the yard. Dude. I mean, worse than the cowbell and lover boy on a Friday, this nasty neighbor called the cops over two infants and a play pool. She scowled at me hella hard, and she came back within like five minutes. It was weird. And then five minutes later, cops roll up, and we're like, wait, what? Well, Paul, you have to stay safe. We've got no a dude way. factor. Dude. Yeah. Well, maybe it was an HOA violation, Wolf. We know how you love to call those in on your neighbors, oh. you know, as even the cops couldn't contain their disbelief. And the cops were laughing. They were like, no, we got a, cool, we got a call about a rowdy pool party. And we were expecting a bunch of teenagers with a real pool and, like, you know, cannonballing and yelling with loud music and whatnot. And, um, and this was it. Yeah. This was, was the rowdy pool party. There was Get no Ron Burgundy at the pool Lord. party. Listen, cannonball! So, uh, you guys call the cops on us, you know, an HOA violation. Well, here to four and henceforth, let it be known here at Casa Calvisi, you get the sawed-off shotgun of sports. Oh. Sports takes and facial hair recognizing facial hair in Minshew's mustache's direction. I told him I, I appreciate the stash. I like the look. I think he rocks it. I think he owns it, and that's kind of his trademark deal. It's not necessarily the look for me, but I think it's awesome. It's real keeping it real there. Ryan Fitzpatrick, and, and he, as an expert on rocking the facial hair, although uh, we say the only thing worse than Minshew's mustache is someone who knows a thing or two about a mustache would be uh, Chris Berman with his new Minshew nickname. Play the clip. And what? Me, 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 you! Don't need it, don't want it. Cease and desist with Berman nicknames here in Sorry, y'all. I'm just not feeling it. Of course, maybe, maybe I'm a little salty because uh, I do miss my mustache. Where are you? <laughs> I mean, Paul. Andrew Chafin gets to have all the fun rocking my poly pandemic stash. Your beard is weird. Your stash is trash. So... Fitzpatrick with a beard, we know, Minshew with a mustache. But don't forget A.D. with the brow on Team LeBron. LeBron has to figure out yep. what his needs are and express them. Well, Dr. <laughs> Phil, LeBron was expressing himself with the media on how the Lakers know when Anthony Davis 
is approachable. You just see how low his brow is. What? If his brow is really low, then you know not to talk to him. If it's higher, then he, he's accepted the fact that you allowed to come into his office and talk to him. Yesterday, his brow was very low, and uh, no one talked to him. So we already knew the mindset he was in, and he came out and did it. So based on the positioning of the brow, you know whether he's approachable or unapproachable. That's a- Paulie, the Lakers are 18-1 and one when they combine. LeBron James and AD for over 60 points. Did you know that, Paul? Did you know, Wolf? We have a rule here on Paul's call. No math. Can we talk ball? Paul talks to football players and tries to stay out of the way. It's the Pauly Pigskin Report. Yeah, Pauly Pigskin Report. Right now, looking over the block wall into the backyard of our NFC West neighbors, do you know where the Niners have spent this week? Ooh, fancy. Greenbrier and some media guy. Ask a question to Kyle Shanahan about the verdant hills of West Virginia, Wolf, and specifically where the Greenbrier is located. The town of White Sulphur Springs, a couple hundred years ago, built an entire industry on tourists believing in the healing powers of the waters there. Um, well, I did not know that about the, the healing powers of the water, so I'll stop with the bottled water and get right to that um, for our players. We could use it right now. The media guy wants to know about the healing waters of White Sulphur Springs, Coach. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's in West Virginia, Paul. As for cards lines on Sunday, Wolf, you called out Kenny Galladay with a Pantera shout-out. Based on the audience, check out the burgers. During four-down territory, we cited DeAndre Hopkins, who uh, had the drop last week. Dang, Plus the busted route that ended up in a pick. Disappointed! Our Pauly Pigskin prediction is that the D&D hop will stand for destruction, and the three-time All-Pro will take it out in the number three pick in game number three of his career, Jeff Okuda. I had my signal. Unleash hell. What's interesting is that Galladay and D-Hop, they come together here when Lions OC Daryl Bevel is talking about what he wants to see out of Galladay. He had a really nice year last year for us, and you know we hope that he continues to have many more like that. There are specific things that we're talking to him that he can take his game to the next level, but really you want him to, to be thought of in those upper echelon you know, guys with the Hopkins and... You know, Thomas and those those type of players where he really is dictating to the defense like how they have to cover it. <laughs> Break that. Wrap it up. It's time a Friday. for another edition of Robbie God Dang. It is Friday, and like Doug and Wolf here, you know, you might feel like mailing it in. So it's normal and natural to be lazy. Well, Polly Postage Stamp is here to say. <laughs> don't be like Doug and Wolf. Don't be like these guys. Well, these guys here now from Long Island. For many, this is going to sound like something out of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, an underground lair beneath the train tracks. These subway workers weren't crime fighters, though. They were slackers. What's below those tracks? A secret break room. Honestly, it's kind what? of innovative. They say that there are thousands of rooms, Doug, scattered all over massive Grand Central Station. Uh, I'll be gall dang. These subway workers found an unused office and then went next level as... It wasn't just the foreman's office. It was the foreman's little apartment. A fridge with beer, a futon, a flat screen. This was a man cave below the Metro North tracks. No way. Built themselves futon. a man cave to slack on the job. I'll be gall dang. I mean, who do you think you are, Manny futon. Machado? I'm not the type of player that's going to be Johnny Hustle and... That's just not my personality. That's not my cup of tea. That's not who I am. They set up a futon, (laughs) the flat screen, the microwave. They had a fridge. Oh, my goodness. All the above. I mean, they napped. 
they watched TV, like Doug on a beer Friday, they boozed on the job. A select few workers used it as a man cave to hang out and get drunk and party. These employees should not be doing this when they're on the job. This oh, they is completely, completely unacceptable. Okay. Suits aren't going to stand for that. And without that pledge pin! You know. <laughs> By the way, just like Nick's GMs, they denied any culpability. I'm innocent. I'm very innocent. One problem, uh, they were under the tracks and then failed to cover their tracks. The employees deny using this hangout, but left fingerprints everywhere. Receipts, internet, clearly routed from one of their phone's hotspots. Supervisors had no idea. <laughs> there were receipts with their names on it. It was, uh, <laughs> let's just advance here, because you know what? We are out of here. Do, da, da, don't call me, don't text, nothing. This has been another edition of Paul's Call. Get off me. Now kindly get off Paul. I'm busy. He's busy. Never use a nail file to reshape your teeth. Oh, that was oh, horrible. I wish I never did it. So oh, do that. Frosty, Arizona, it's Sierra Nevada time. He's gone. Oh, mama. Ah, it's Paul's Call. Thank you, Paul.